At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the nightcap here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Farles in for Tim Murray. Sean King continues his first week on the job here. By the way, I, I didn't even notice it in the open because I was distracted by uh, Derek and company. But you're already you're already mashed up in the intro there, Sean. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, we don't play around. <laughs> the nightcap is about business. It's a quick a quick update. Well, job by our video team as always. But now on the end of the desk, uh, Robbie Calland of Up Rocks with us right now. Uh, Robbie, thanks for being in studio with us tonight. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. It's a pleasure. Of course. And uh, I like the shirt. Give a shout out. Yeah, I, 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 I like you know, I had, to do like a little, I had to do a little something. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't bring a button down because, you know, it's Vegas. I don't need long sleeves for the trip. But I figured Short I'd break sleeve this out. Short flip-flops. That's how I live my life. Hey, look, there's, no, there's nothing nothing wrong with a little bit of comfort. Sean, That's right. Uh, for, for sure. Uh, Robbie, you, you've been out here covering the summer league. And yep. that look... Uh, I, I will say this: I made I made two summer league bets. Sure. Not even on the Vegas summer league, on the Sacramento <laughs> one last week. I bet the I bet the under of the first two games. Yep. First one hit, and we somehow managed to get screwed by overtime in the summer league on that's the total a, in the second one. Which, that's a bad beat. Which really that's that 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 shouldn't be allowed at this point. I, I I'm with you. They need to do it like NFL preseason where we just don't have overtime. Well, Although second overtime when it's sudden death is is truly wild stuff. So we had one of those we today. We had one of those today with Cam Thomas yeah, throwing Cam in Thomas a ridiculous throwing a, shot. a runner three. That's always fun. <laughs> Absolutely there. But but Robbie, what a what stood out for you so far over there at, uh, at Thomas and Mac? Yeah, I mean, I think the Rockets have been kind of the story with their, you know, their three young guys that, that are playing. Josh Christopher uh, has played pretty well, but obviously it's been Jalen Green and it's been uh, Alperin Shangun uh, who have stolen the show. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of what we expected. I mean, the thing when you go in the summer league is for me, I know the scorers are going to ball out mm-hmm. because they have the ball in their hands. 
There's no real team concept in summer league yet. You're just trying to figure it out. So I want to see those scorers. I want to see them score. So Cam Thomas, we saw him today. He's scoring. Jalen Green, we've seen him all tournament. He's scoring. Um, and so you, you look for those guys. And, and for me, when I'm watching, I just want the guys to do what, what they're supposed to be doing. So scorers score. Um, guys who are defenders, guys who are big. So Evan Mobley, guys like that are going to not look great because there's no, like I said, there's no team concept. There's no, you know, defense that's being played that there's a real good system to put somebody. So you're looking you're like, all right, is he moving well? It's like Mobley's moving well. It's like, how's he look, you know, on offense? Is he rolling right? He might, they might not pass it to him because the guard play in summer league is usually guys looking to score. So it's like, are they finding, you know, is he, is he finding the space? And then when he gets to the NBA, Darius Garland and those guys will actually find him. Whereas the guys on this Cavs summer league team are probably going to miss him a bunch. So that's, that's for me what I look for is the young guys who come in, I want them to be um, what we thought they would be out of the draft. Show me that. Cade, same thing. Like, we know he, you know, he had like 12 potential assists in that game against mm-hmm. the Rockets, and no one could hit a shot. Right. And you go, you see it, though. Right. You're like, all right, we see the vision. Right. We know that's there. Um, so stuff like that. And then second-year guys. Like, do you look like an NBA player? Tyrese Maxey. Okay, he shouldn't be here. Emmanuel right. Quickly. He shouldn't be here. Guys like that. I want you to show me you're better than this. And that's it. I just want to see the separation. It's interesting when I watch basketball now. The skill level overall in the game of basketball is as high as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you watch Summer League, there's really no bad players out there. Like, these guys can handle the basketball. Most of them can shoot. They can finish at the rim. Everybody's got the Euro mm-hmm. step. Like, I've never seen the game of basketball this healthy. So I'm always looking for that transcendent, okay, he's different. Yeah. And when I see Jalen Green – He's different. He's different. He can score at all the levels. You can see it in his game. And, you, and he's also, he's so confident. And that's what I want out of a score. Like, he's not going to make every shot, but he is never shy about taking that next shot. And, and I think you look at the Rockets next year just as a team, they're not going to be good, but they're going to be really fun to watch. Because you think about the guys that they have, Jalen Green, um, Kevin Porter Jr. is a guy who, who we've known for a while, is a guy who can get buckets, um, did it with the Cavs, did it at the end of the year with the Rockets. They just have a bunch of that guys that are going to go out there and, and going to be a lot of fun to watch them. I know win a lot of games, but that's going to be one of those league pass teams. Yeah, 100% there. And, and look, the speed of green, it just a different it NBA speed uh, so far in this summer league. Robbie Calland, Sean King, Jeff Parles. The nightcap continues next on VEASAN. Nightcap here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parle, Sean King, Robbie Callen from Uprox with us right now. Uh, Sean, uh, first off, the Yankees and the White Sox both in your doghouse. I'm over that game. One. Right, I'm already to <laughs> we've, we've moved on. Yeah, we're, what are you talking about? We're on Friday. We're on Friday. We're on Friday. By the way, uh, the Bill Dreaves game, uh, the the Yankees and White Sox take turns of uh, blowing leads in the ninth inning. White Sox win 9-8 on a two-run walk-off home run by Tim Anderson. That's the story of the day in Major League Baseball, which uh, good on baseball to actually do something that was really fun. Yeah. Uh, which was, it was. Sean, it was, I do it agree. It was phenomenal, I, except why would you put it on the same night that the <laughs> NFL is coming back to live television? And compete with, even though it's a preseason game, right. people are starved yes. for the National Football League. If you're going to 
do it, then do it earlier. Yeah, so this would have been a great July, yeah. you know, late July after the NBA playoffs. Like, 100%. You could have scheduled this thing first week of August, something like, you know. Heck, early. even, 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 uh, even two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, that first, like, again, if we went against the, the Hall of Fame game, which, by the way, a lot of people watched the Hall of Fame game. Shocking people wanted to watch football regardless of what the quality may be. Uh, but, I, I, look, I'm with both of you there for sure. Uh, Robbie, uh, of course, you've been out here covering Summer League. We just talked about just how Jalen Green, the number mm. two overall pick, has really stood out for this. And, and look, the number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham, yep. slow start, was really good in the second game against Houston, even though the numbers weren't there. That was more his team was Not pretty bad. Yeah, his, was, t- his team shot like yeah, yeah, 16% from three. What, it, there, were, there were rumblings from a lot of people that I respect of just – Watching Cade in the NCAA tournament, like, really, this is the guy who's the number one overall pick with the way he struggled? I was definitely not one of those believers, but he's, he, he's looked totally fine after that first, first game, which was a slow start. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing with Cade, and I think this is the thing that you're going you're gonna to see as he gets to the next level, is, like, he's so much better. Like, he's going to be one of those guys that's better the better teammates you put him around because he is a guy that elevates everybody's game around him with his vision, uh, with the way he's able to command the floor, and if you're in the right spot, he's going to find you. Um, I think the thing that to start summer league has been nice to see is uh, the defense is, is one of those things that um, he clearly takes some pride in. Like it, it, going up against Jalen Green, you could see the ball pressure he was trying to apply. And then offensively, it, I, I think sometimes he has a, a tendency. Um, to be a little more pass first than he necessarily has to be, especially when he has teammates that aren't as good. Um, and I think that was part of the problem people had with him at Oklahoma State. They wanted to see this dude dominate, and they wanted to see him take over, and that's just not necessarily his game. Right. It's kind of like, like this is not a LeBron comp. I want to make this very clear. It's not a LeBron comp. However, it's kind of the same issue people have with LeBron early in his career when they're like, oh, he passes too much. Why is, why is he not taking that last shot? And Kay's just a guy who's like, he's going to make the right basketball play no matter who's on the floor with him. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you want him to still be the guy who's just going to go get a bucket. And, and I think we saw that at times at Oklahoma State. Uh, we saw that at times against, in the Houston game. Like, he showed some of those moves. He had a little, uh, he feigned the screen and came behind the back and hit a three against Jalen Green. You can see it. You can see the flashes. But he, he's, he doesn't give it to you all at once. And I think some people want to see that. Um, but really, it's just he, he's really comfortable not being the focal point at all times. I think that's going to benefit him as his teams get better. We're going to look up in a year or two when Kate Cunningham is going to be a guy that averages, I'm going to say, 16 points, 11 assists, and, and six rebounds. And he's going to be an all-star. Mm-hmm. And people are still going to diminish what he's doing for one reason. He was selected ahead of Jalen Green. Because two years from now, LeBron's going to be two years older. Kevin Durant, people find a way to dislike him no matter how good he is at <laughs> basketball. He's just not a very likable person to most of the people that cover this sport. Now you have this effervescent, big smile, mm-hmm. good hair kid that has yes, all the skill indeed. set in the world that has an alpha male personality and demeanor, and he's going to be the face of the NBA. And I think Cade is going to always play in that shadow and not necessarily anything he could have done differently, but because the Pistons selected him over Jalen, I think that's going to be something that always kind of sits there when you're critiquing Cade Cunningham, who I think is going to be an outstanding player himself. And, and, and uh, if you're looking at just this upcoming season, John mm-hmm. and, and Robbie, 
We, of course, have odds already on Rookie of the Year, and it's actually pretty funny how these odds have actually moved yeah, it's in, a, in a big way yeah. because of Summer League. Yeah. Uh, Kate Cunningham's still your favorite at plus 250. Jalen Green at plus 275. One of the biggest movers actually was Sengun. Uh, the, uh, the Rockets. That would be before. a terrible bet. By yeah, oh, yeah, at twelve to one, it'd be an absolute. Please don't do that. He he's plays on the not, same team as Jalen yeah, Green. He's right. not. What are we doing? Right. Plus, he's not physically ready to do it when the real Correct. guys no. get there. Like no. you can even tell. Like no. when he went up against Mobley, like he's he's skilled. He's a lot more advanced than those guys yes. normally are when they come from. You know, overseas at well, that age. Well, that's why he is. Right. It's because he's been playing in, you know, professional mm-hmm. basketball for a little while. So he has a more developed interior game because that's something that's hard for guys in college to get because it's such a guard-driven thing now in the NCAA. But, yeah, I mean, like, come on. Yeah, he he needs, plays he on needs, the same team with Green. He needs a reserve seat at Papado's. Yeah, we need to get some meat yeah, on those bones. He needs to stay over there every yeah. day. <laughs> Also, like, he plays on the same team as Christian Wood. He's not going to play right. more than Christian Wood, who is the right. highest-paid player on that team once they get rid of John Wall and Evan Gor- and Eric Gordon. But by, by, by the way, if you had, the, pa- if you had the Papados me- mention uh, on the show, you cash your nicely uh, priced ticket there. Hey, listen. Papados one of the greatest restaurants in the world. <laughs> not going to hear any objections from this side of the table. <laughs> nah, and then, same, same on this side of the table. That Give me that and some torchies down there in Houston, and, I'm in, and, I, and I'm in good sa- shape. All the way uh, through there, uh, Robbie. Uh, I want to shift to the NFL because okay. you are you are a Browns fan. Yes, okay? that's correct. A- a- and it's, it's, it's committed it's, and loyal it's, Browns it's fan, committed, or kinda, committed and when loyal. they're good. Okay, oh, no, it's, it's, been, it's been an existence for you. We'll just we'll just say we'll just say it that it's been way. a long time. Browns win total seven, uh, ten and a half. Second favorite to win the AFC North right now. Yeah. When I was filling in for Gil Alexander on uh, on a numbers game a few weeks ago. I had the Browns coming out of the AFC, period, winning the Ooh. AFC championship. I don't know now, if I'm the problem, there yet. The problem is now. the numbers are a lot shorter than they should be right now because they've been a popular bet. Right. But if we're looking regular season here, how do we not bet this over 10.5, especially with the 17th game? With the seven, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think with the seventeenth game, and they've, I mean, they've got a couple layups on the schedule. You got the Texans, you got the Lions, like that. That you have the Bengals still twice. Like you're just, you have a few games that they're just getting fed wins. And you know, it's it's weird going into a Brown season as a fan and saying like, well, I'm confident we are going to win these games we're supposed to. Like usually, I go into the season, I'm like. Oh, uh, how are we gonna lose to the Lions? You know, normally that would be that would be my <laughs> default. Is like, how are they gonna blow this game against one of the worst teams in the league? And you go in now and you go, okay, like the pens. You're actually like sharpening in some wins and feeling pretty good. And, and like you said, like I, I think because of the offensive line play, I believe in what Baker's gonna be able to do because that's always been the thing with Baker, right? When he gets pressure, right. they've been able to heat and you can heat him up. You get him off his spot and he starts. The brain starts going a little quick, right? Right. And you see that with him. And when he's got that line in front of him and he can make the right decisions, like I don't care as much about the weapons as much as what's going on up front in front of him because when he's got the time and he stands in there and he steps into his throws, he's good. The problem is those mechanics can break down the touch when he when he starts shuffling the feet. Do we have an umbrella in the studio? Because I hate the rain on Robbie's parade. Oh, no. Oh, please. Oh, no. Please. Oh, my goodness. Don't do this to me. Listen, please, please, Sean. The bus pulled up to the Cleveland Browns facility last year, and they didn't get on it. Oh, no. They beat a terrible Steelers team. Okay. Uh, who was their That's second true. victory in the playoffs? Well, they almost beat Kansas well, City. Who was their second? Who was their second victory? No, they didn't have one. They didn't have one. Right. So they caught they caught a terrible Steelers team. They did. 
And I just want to, hear call, you, I want to hear you continue the call that Steelers terrible. That's all no, I want. They right were. They, they lost, what, seven in a row last year? Five in the last six. I don't yeah. care what you say about the Browns so right watch, now as long as you continue the so call watch, the Steelers. They off. caught Kansas City as vulnerable as they've ever been. Right. And, and Mahomes' concussion. Yep. Mahomes' concussion, that offensive line was in shambles. That was the bus stopped at the facility, and they didn't get on it. Yeah. Now you come back, Kansas City's back with a full clip. Josh Allen and the Bills are a year older. Tennessee has added Julio Jones to what already was a strong team. Remember this, the year before, two years ago, Kansas City had to come back late in the fourth quarter against Tennessee in the AFC Championship game. People forget that. Mm-hmm. Baltimore has added some components. The AFC has gotten much tougher. And I still think Cleveland has a chance to be relevant. Yeah. to be a playoff-caliber team, mm-hmm. but their chance to actually hoist the Lombardi Trophy, in my opinion, was last year. So, so, And remember, last year would have been a trip to Western New York. Yep. If they, again, I still think last year, even more than the fourth down that Chad Henney made the play on the hill, the missed call on the helmet-to-helmet at the end Oh, yeah, end that was zone, bad. Right that, was, that was it. That, yeah. was, that, that was, was the game, game. right that there. Because if Cleveland goes in, they get that call right, Cleveland scores a touchdown. It's a two-score game, completely different well, game. Well, as I sit here as the quarterback that threw the ball to Bert Emanuel for the Bert Emanuel kick, yes. <laughs> that's not the last time that they're going to get it wrong. <laughs> No, and, and, Sean, I and I don't disagree with you as far as like the AFC. I was just talking from a win total perspective. I yeah. like the over. I think this is a, at least an 11 win team. I, I'm with you there. Now I, I'm with you. Like I, I would not bet them as an AFC, mm-hmm. you know, title winner because I, I still have the same questions about Baker that I was talking about where like, I like the offensive line up front. I'm just, I like him. I, he's the best quarterback the Browns have had in my lifetime. However, that's not a high bar to clear. And on top of that, like I just, like you said, that Kansas City game, that was one that they just had it to put there. that away. It was and right. they just there. Could you got not, Chad Hitty out there. And they, and they couldn't do it. I like the additions they've made defensively. I think they're going to be better there. If nothing else, as long as they don't have all of their corners like die in the preseason like happened last year, be like we'll be, we'll be yeah. better in the secondary. But I'm with you. Like the AFC got tougher. I'm not as bullish on Tennessee Oh, I even am. even I'm adding Julio, Titan I think stop. they're going to be good. I'm buying Titan stock. I'm, 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 I'm a little. It, it, I have is, some trepidation about that. Robbie, is it a concern? On it, we'll switch over to Titans. Is it a concern with Arthur Smith going to Atlanta, or is it just more that that defense, even though they can't be much worse than they were a year ago, right. they're still not particularly good. I think they their identity of a like you talked about two years ago, their identity was defense and running the football, mm-hmm. and I just don't know if they know who they are this season. Um, I, I don't know if that defense is going to rebound the way that they want to. And I know you add Julio Jones, but I just look at that team and I say, like, they're going to lose some shootouts because of that defense. And, you know, adding Julio is obviously he's one of the best receivers in the league. But, like, how much does that boost you as far as winning in the playoffs and winning, winning games against Mahomes and the Chiefs and teams like that? I'm not so sure that, that I'm as high on them as far as being in that elite tier. And, I think they're closer to the Browns than they are to, to a Chiefs. And, and Robert, here's what's interesting about what you said. And I think it's addition by subtraction. And it's not because Arthur Smith wasn't outstanding. Mm-hmm. He was deserving of becoming a head coach. Mm-hmm. But it also creates nuance in mm-hmm. what people feel like they know Tennessee is going to do offensively and what they have to stop. Mm. I think people have become accustomed to what Tennessee was doing. They were kind of one-dimensional. 
And now you get a fresh voice in there. You get new ideas. You add a component so Ryan Tannehill is more comfortable. Mm. I think that makes them more dangerous. Well, and the other thing, too, look, we don't know what the status of Wentz and Nelson are in Indianapolis. We're, we, there was they're report, trolling. They're, they're trolling the whole country. Yeah, I mean, the report today yeah, was, oh, they're going to be ready for week yeah. one. Yeah, the Colts I, are clout we no, chasing. We have no, no idea here. But, but look, even before, <laughs> Sean, even before the injuries for Indianapolis, I still thought Tennessee was going to win this division pretty yeah. comfortable. I'm not a Carson Wentz guy until he convinces me to become a Carson Wentz guy again. Mm-hmm. Because the guy that played terrible last year, it wasn't due to injury. Right. He was it just was, terrible. He was bad. <laughs> well, it, I, I, like, he just – Having a better offensive line from him should help some of that because you could see that like that clock was moving real fast and and you know if if you're a quarterback and that clock's ticking 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 that's what you're thinking about you're not thinking about going through your reads and stuff but yeah I'm with you like I need to see it like I need to see that he can mentally get over that hurdle because I think that's the biggest thing for him it's not physical it's can he say okay I need to sit here and take this hit maybe that's what scares me Robbie I didn't see that killer charisma Mm -hmm. when things got bad in Philadelphia I saw a guy that was trying to point the finger elsewhere as opposed to a guy that said you know what I know it's not perfect but this is why they pay me the big money yeah I'm the one that makes it calm when it's chaotic I got to be the guy that everybody looks to as a beacon of hope when it looks like there is no hope. And he never demonstrated that. And then he really lost me when they finally went to Jalen Hurts and he was critical of the move. After he had stunk Mm -hmm. it up, I mean, hot garbage for six weeks in a row. (laughs) And then for some reason he was like, oh, you guys are going to bench me now. Right. (laughs) So I, I can't. I can't believe you're gonna. I can't believe you're. I sensed a lot of. How ind- dare you bench? How yeah, dare yeah. you bench me yeah. when I've been? I sensed a lot of entitlement in that comment, and generally mm-hmm. that leads to failure at that position. Yeah, and in Indianapolis, of course, even if Wentz is there, you see it on your screen right now at Veasan.com. That schedule not fun. Other than the Houston game in week week six, for the first eight weeks, Seattle. Rams at Tennessee, at Miami, at Baltimore, at San Francisco, and Tennessee at home again. That is a brutal schedule any way you slice. So I impart wisdom on Tim Murray every night on this show, and I'm going to bless you guys right now. Please, please. The one professional sport where you never know strength of schedule from year to year is is the National Football Right. I mean, every year we go into it and we say, okay, they've got a number one schedule. They've got a last place schedule. You just don't know. Chicago Bears win the playoffs. Right. <laughs> Coming into last year, people were counting the Chicago Bears as a win. Well, well, and that's also the weird thing with looking at the but, Bears. You, you know, the Jets were, what, 0-13 or 14? And uh, then all 0-13. of a sudden, they beat the Rams, and right. then they found a way to win a game. They beat the Browns the following it's week. It's any given week in that league. I knew that loss yeah. was coming. Oh, I, I called week. that like four weeks out. I was like, I was like, the Browns are losing to the Jets. I just didn't want to be the first the first win of the season for Jets. As soon as the Jets won a game, I was like, we're good. We're good. We're good. We can't be the lowest first one. Robbie, hang around for one more segment here. We're going to continue the conversation. We're on the NFL. It'll be a fun time here on the Nightcap on VSIN. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Barlow, Sean King, Robbie Calland with us. Robbie, of course, uh, of Uprock Sports out here covering the summer league, but also uh, a, a sharp, uh, sharp NFL guy, sharp college football guy, and uh, also a connoisseur of uh, of bad college football. That's as well. right. That's yeah. right. A personal favorite. Of mine. A personal favorite a personal there favorite. for Robbie. Uh, we we were talking NFL. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it right there. We were just on on the Colts and and Sean, of course, bringing up the. The good point of, even though the schedule may look tough or soft, we don't know in this league. We never know with this, even though, again, that that eight-week stretch to begin the year, we don't know the quarterback because of the injury to Wentz, even though, again, it could be that Carson Wentz just isn't good anymore. Well, yeah, and I I will say, whenever a quarterback comes into the league and I used to fade him in college football like Jacob Eason at Washington, I get real excited (laughs) when he's about to start in the NFL. I'm itching to take anyone against the Colts if Eason's out there under center, let me tell you that, because that young man has all the physical gifts, but he makes five awful throws and decisions per game, and if the Pac-12 took advantage of two of them, the NFL is going to take advantage of four of them. I saw him at Georgia. I'm with you when you're right. A uh, a a a physical specimen, but uh, again, he, not, can sp- he can spin it. I've seen him at camps. He can spin it. But in shorts, he's a superstar. Yeah. Underwear Olympics. <laughs> Shouts to Mike Mayock. It's like when basketball a guy looks good against the chairs. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> what happens when the chairs become people? Ro- Ro- Robbie, uh, I, who's the team that you're looking going into the season that you're looking to fade going into the year? I mean, I 
Well, I, I mentioned that I'm not as high on Tennessee as I think the, the public is. I think some of those lines are going to be a little bit wider than uh, I believe that they should be. Um, and it's because of that defense. Um, I Look, I'm not a Daniel Jones guy. Uh, I, I always am happy to fade the Giants and, and Daniel Jones whenever whenever possible. I love unders in Giants games particularly uh, because that's that's their strength, right? Their strength is in the back end of the secondary. They don't give up a whole lot of big plays. They keep it in front of them. And as long as Daniel Jones' interceptions get tackled by somebody and they're not pick sixes, there's not a lot of points to be had in those games. They want to run the football. They do that. So. That's kind of where I where I look. I mean, like I'm just not a I'm just not a Daniel Jones guy. I agree with you. I took it a step further. I'm fading the whole division. Well, I mean, that's not a everyone bad idea. in the <laughs> NFC East. It's the worst division in football. I'm, I don't believe in any of those teams at, at all. Like to go on any kind of extended run where they play quality football. I just yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see how it happens. Who do you, who do you who do you think wins that division? Like this is a genuine. Like I'm genuinely curious who you think ha, is like would be your favorite. Is it, I, is I it would Dallas? say Dallas because if they Dak? can stay healthy on offense because they're right. so talented. Right. But even then, I don't think they can beat a really good football team. No, but I think they can beat the other teams in the NFC East. Well, that defense is still going to be bad in Dallas. Terrible. And look, I we were talking about this earlier a little bit, Sean, but when the team Twitter account comes out and basically says, there's no reason to be concerned, but our quarterback's getting another shoulder MRI. Uh, that's a reason to be concerned, and especially, too, coming, again, I know it's a different injury, but coming off mm-hmm. a significant injury like Dak did, he needs he needs at least some sort of time in this preseason to at least get hit once or twice, Sean. I agree. I, I was waiting for the, the, the follow-up tweet, hashtag, we got hacked. <laughs> I was like, this is a billion dollar company here. I know they just didn't tweet out. <laughs> I, I don't, 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 be MRI. don't I, worry about it. I mean, that was one of the weirdest things I think I've ever seen a football team tweet out because usually it's all business, all Silence. like that. And then it was just like, well, and, and you know, you, football, you know, football teams, they don't divulge injury information no, willingly. Like, why are you even saying that? Like they, like usually you find out somebody got MRI four weeks later, right? Like Bill Belichick. I mean, he has the entire team on, uh, on the injury report. Is yeah, not available list this week. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so, so, so then right now, by the way, Dallas is your betting favorite right now, mm-hmm. plus one thirty. That's uh, fair. And they should be the betting yeah. favorite just just because if Dak is healthy, the offense and the that offense is still probably the best unit of any team in this. From division. a talent standpoint, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Two things have to happen. They have to get better on the offensive line, and Zeke has to stop fumbling the football. That's something that has kind they, of popped I, up in the last two years. I don't know where it came from. Well, but beyond that, I think they they also have to stop thinking about Zeke as a bell cow. Like you you they they had this obsession with giving him the ball over and over and over and over and over to justify that contract, and you're just doing yourself a disservice by doing that like you can you want to give him the ball in space some more than just like handing it off to him up the middle over and over like I know he can take it but you're just putting a handicap on your offense that has so many other weapons when you're obsessed with justifying giving a running back 90 million dollars or whatever they did like they 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 have to start thinking about themselves as a passing team who runs the football zone. When we get back, Robbie Cowan's still going to be with us. So is Sean King. As always, I'm Jeff Parles here on the Nightcap on Visa. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. College football betting guide is live. So start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis, picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every single team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for just $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is the nightcap. I'm Jeff Parles in for Tim Murray, Sean King, Robbie Calland of Uproxx with us right now. Uh, Tim Murray uh, again in Hawaii for the we miss weekend. You, Tim. Again, the, the, the bougie trip right out of the gate. Uh, Sitting for your picks. Tenure. Let me know you miss me too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to go into some, uh, some Jacksonville Jaguar talk real quick here, which, uh, by the way, shout out to the folks listening to us now in, uh, in Duval. Uh, on uh, 1010 and uh, 92.5 FM there in Jacksonville, a new home of They're of fired program. up. Yes, fired up. Trevor Lawrence, 
uh, getting the golden boy to fall into their lap because the Jets were smart enough to win two games at the end of the season. You can thank my Cleveland Browns, Jacksonville. <laughs> but the, uh, the Jaguars, look, I was not a huge fan of the Urban Meyer hire when it was made. Uh, Just because guys coming over from college, especially bigger names, have not really hit in recent years uh, at the NFL level. But to come out and have the gall to say that this is a legitimate competition, when we all know what's going to happen here, unless if, uh, Sean, you you, you know, like Trevor Lawrence is going to start week one in Houston for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I understand what Urban's doing. He's trying to create a culture that's based on competition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... On some levels, it will work, except for the guys whose paychecks dictate that they're going to play or else people are going to lose their jobs. And that's the difference between professional sports and college, is that in college, you can legitimately have organic competitions. If the red shirt junior gets outplayed by the incoming true freshman, then you play the true freshman. It's a little different when an owner's shelling out certain levels of money specific players well and on top of well in, but the thing is it even exists in college because you you make promises to these five stars to get in and herb should know that like you may, you have to make some of those promises mm-hmm. and he knows how that works like he was a great recruiter and i know he made promises in those homes and knew he had to figure out how to keep them so he knows those things exist and, and, and i get what he's saying he's trying to say this make a public face and and do all that but it is funny when it's yeah. trevor lawrence versus gardner Minshew, and you go Come on. I'll say this, though, and, again, I would not bet on this. It would not shock me if Gartner Minshew started the first two, three games of the season and Trevor Lawrence had a big package. It wouldn't shock me because that has, we've seen that happen sure. before. We've seen the number one pick in the draft at quarterback sit the entire first mm-hmm. year. We've seen quarterbacks picked in the yeah. top ten not be the immediate starter. So that wouldn't be outside of the norm. If he doesn't feel like Trevor is ready, sure. you're better to go slowly than to put him out there and risk him losing his confidence. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, again, Mahomes played one game right. his rookie season. That turned out all right. Huh, and the only Kansas people City. that will know that are the people that are at practice every day. Right. Right. They, they know what they're installing. They right. know what they're putting in. So I, I agree. But it is one of those things. I mean, and, and for the people in Jacksonville, though, like, they, they just want to see their guy on the field, they you do. know. And for the fans, they want to see it because they, they keep seeing these little teases coming out of practice. Those, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I saw him. First time I saw Trevor Lawrence was at uh, Nike's The Opening Camp in Atlanta when he was, like, 16. And I'd never seen him play, and I walked out there, and, and one of my buddies, Michael Felder, uh, was like, tell me when you see it. Mike Felder, shout out. Shout What's up, big dog? He was like, he, he oh just, God. tell me when you see it. Didn't tell me who I was looking for. Saw Trevor Lawrence throw one ball. I was like, that's him. That's the one. That's the one. (laughs) Now, I will say this. This is the one thing that concerns me about Trevor Lawrence, especially early in his professional football career. He's been very sheltered at Clemson. He's never been exposed to real criticism. Mm -hmm. He's never had to line up and not have – better or at least as good personnel Uh surrounding him, he's never had to deal with significant failure. Mm. He's going into a situation, Jacksonville's not going to be the most talented team at almost any point 
in any game this season. They still can win games, but they're not going to be the most talented team. He's going to lose for the first time. He's going to be accountable now to how he communicates with the media Mm -hmm. in those defeats. So I'm very interested in how long that maturation process takes because I'm telling you, as a former NFL quarterback, when you get home and you turn the TV on, and Robbie Callen and Jeff Parles <laughs> are talking about how terrible Sean King played. <laughs> it's not the easiest thing the next day when I see one of you guys sure. not to allow that energy to become negative. Mm-hmm. And that's the part of this process for young players when they get into professional sports that it takes time to master. And also, too, Trevor Lawrence has lost three games in the last since eight years since he was basically. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah I he mean, did not lose in high school. I know like, that. Like that, that, that's, that's one other thing, at least looking at this from Lawrence's perspective. Uh, how do you handle losing? Yeah. Especially for with a team that, again, it's a six-and-a-half win total team. That's sure. one of the lowest in the NFL. The team that still is years away, likely, unless of Lawrence, is just a oh, lot outrageous. better than we even right. think he's going to be. Well, and we talked about, uh, you know, like when Baker and playing behind the better offensive line sells you in, that that's not a thing in Jacksonville yet. They're mm-hmm. still putting all those pieces in place around him and in front of him. And that's another thing. At Clemson, he always had one of the best offensive lines, yeah. you know. And so when you go to the pros and you go to a number one pick team, one of the first things that you have to deal with is guys in front who aren't as good. Like, they're just they're just not going to be there that you're going to have to move. And he obviously, he has the mobility and he has all those things. But there's not going to be as many opportunities, you know, and you talk about adjustments. There's going to be a lot more times where he's got to figure out, I got to go hot, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because at Clemson, you can start thinking, okay, you can have those deep reads as something that you're thinking you're going to get to. Jacksonville, that's not going to happen a whole lot, right? And in college, you look to the sideline. Yeah, seventy percent of the time. Well, can we snap the ball, coach? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think he's super talented. Again, it's just one of those things as a, a yeah. former quarterback that I know is a part of the process that people forget about sometimes. It's why I'm so high on Justin Fields because he's had to overcome adversity yep. multiple times since he left high school, and I think it's prepared him for what being an NFL quarterback is all about. I really do. All the, uh, of course, transferring from Georgia, not playing in that one year in Georgia, which uh, we can talk about well, that. He's, can, he's, can, he's, he, he was a special teamer at Georgia, yeah, yeah, don't we, forget. We, we, can, we can talk until we're blue in the face on uh, how that decision was not the right one from uh, Kirby and company. And then, of a course, lot of uh, dominoes. I mean, look, and also last year, I mean, legitimately getting your ribs broken in the middle of the semifinal and coming back and looking unbelievable in that game. I still can't believe that people from the NFL who obsess about mentality and that sort of thing. I can't believe that they looked at that game and said, uh, he's not the guy. Again, uh, I would have taken him at number two. Speaking of the number two overall pick, Sean King's going to have some thoughts on Zach Wilson next here on the Nightcap. Searches for millions of resumes and Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Sean King, 
Robbie Callan of Uprocks. Uh, big, big, big ups to you, Robbie, for hanging around for the whole hour. Yeah, Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, we appreciate this. Of course. Uh, look, uh, it's, uh, it's maybe we get of... some uh, NBA tickets this year, Joe. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I think we, uh, I think we can, I think we can, we can get that for I you. I want to be right down there with Floyd, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> next to Drake. So, 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 so Sean King, of course, former NFL quarterback, Super Bowl winner. I was on the team as well. Yeah, I was on and the look, team. Look, you, you, yeah. you, you have one, you have one more ring. Yeah. Than everyone else. You know, on this I set. actually, I actually invented photobombing. Okay. Yeah, because I, I kind of had an idea. If I get in the game, everything's probably fell apart. Mm. Just the way the depth chart was at that point. But I want people to remember that I was here. Right. You cannot find a game picture of John Gruden that I'm not in. <laughs> I basically attached myself to Gruden. We were on defense. The right. offense is over there talking about what they're doing to us, and I'm behind John. I said, I know somebody's <laughs> taking a picture. We are. <laughs> Aaron, for tomorrow night's show, I want every single picture of Gruden from that Super I'm in it. I'm right Sean behind King him. probably in every single one. I was top flight security <laughs> in the world, Craig. That was, uh, that, that was San Diego, that Super yes, Bowl, right? beautiful oh, city. Yes. Beautiful city. Oh. Shout out to the people in the Gas Lamp District. I mean, we had a great time out there. <laughs> I look, uh, that's a great town. Yeah. Put it very, uh, very politely there for sure. All right, Sean, this is the moment I have been waiting for tonight. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Uh-oh. Ralphie's getting a look at the rankings oh, for goodness. the first time. So he, I, so we've already mentioned this on the show tonight mm-hmm. that you had Mac Jones as your number one rookie quarterback from this draft. Yes. And now as we flash these on the screen, so everyone can see it, Sean King with Mac Jones is number one. Justin Fields at number two, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence at number three, which again will will catch some eyes, but I don't I, I don't I don't actually have a big issue with that with Trevor Lawrence at number three, the one where I think you annoyed every single Jet fan on Twitter <laughs> other than me earlier today is you have Zach Wilson in at number six behind I did Kellen Mond and Kyle Trask you also have Trey Lance at number seven I do. as well I do. And, and let me clarify with our listeners because you guys mean a lot to me. I want you to understand and always remember this. The truth doesn't have emotions. It's just the truth. Like sometimes when you give an opinion and it's a, the right opinion, <laughs> if it emotionally doesn't sit well with a fan base, like you get attacked. Like I was attacked on Twitter. Like I actually call hey, I need security. <laughs> I mean, these Jets fans love Zach Wilson, but again, you have to understand how I evaluate quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. If you come from a non-elite program, mm-hmm. I want to see more than a small sample size of you playing at an elite level. And when it comes to Zach Wilson, not only is there a small sample size, it also was a bubble year due to COVID where they played no Power 5 schools. So I'm very skeptical when that's the information that I have available. It's the same thing with Trey Lance. Like, I couldn't get over one thing when I was evaluating Trey Lance. In that national championship game, they didn't throw the ball. I want to say he attempted like four or five mm-hmm. passes the entire game. And then when I watched him, a lot of times he was inaccurate. And so I'm a guy that wants all these guys to be successful. I want them all to go to the NFL and have great careers, but I'm also paid to give my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I give my opinion based on what I see. Mac Jones was the guy that operated the system that made the movements, throws, decisions that it takes to be successful at that level, game in and game out. Justin Fields was the guy that I thought was the most talented from an arm talent standpoint, from a a physical ability standpoint, played at a high level, 
Forget about the Northwestern game and the Alabama game. Those were two, in my opinion, outliers because of the other film, yeah. which was fantastic. I mean, it was tremendous. If you want to see a guy fight through adversity, go watch the Clemson game again. Go rewatch the Clemson game. And this is Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Fields. Justin Fields versus Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is the favorite. Ohio State and Justin Fields are the underdog. He thoroughly outplayed Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. from start to finish. With, like, to me, ribs. that matters. Like, that matters. Yeah. Like, it, that's just how I'm wired. Like, the dudes are dudes when everybody's watching. They aren't just dudes when you're playing Boston College and, you know, when you're playing Louisville in a down year. Trevor Lawrence is third because of that game and the LSU game the year before. He was missing high. He missed high a lot. Joe Burrow outplayed Trevor Lawrence from start to finish. So now this is two times on a big stage where the lights are brightest where he wasn't what I thought he was. So now, the way I evaluate, okay, I ain't giving up on Trevor Lawrence. He's super talented, has all the skills in the world, but now I want to see it. Like, I did some reaffirmation moving forward for me to, okay, say, okay, he's that guy again. Mm. And it's one of the reasons that Michael Jordan is more beloved than LeBron James. It's because in Michael Jordan's losses, he still looked like the dude. LeBron has had some losses where he shied away maybe from taking a shot. For whatever reason, it, the performance wasn't one that you would think an all-time great, potentially best player, potentially new face of the NBA on the logo would give. And I think that's what I'm talking about when I'm viewing these quarterbacks. Kellen Mond, people don't talk about him. Go watch his tape at Texas A&M. Go watch his tape at Texas A&M. Watch him under duress, the way he locates the football. Jimbo Fisher has a history of developing quarterbacks. That's what he's done. I, I believe in Kellen Mond. Kyle Trask, outstanding job. At University of Florida. I mean, outstanding job last year. Now, we'll get to Zach and Trey hopefully a couple years from now. They're really good. But this list is about who I think is ready now. Mm-hmm. And you look at the list here. We expect Trevor Lawrence, despite what Urban said today, to start week one. We know Zach Wilson is going to start week one because the Jets are not trotting James Morgan out there. No. Uh, it, 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 no offense to James, who I think actually could be a pretty good backup quarterback in this league. Yeah. But uh, He's I, overachieved already. Yeah, Shout out I, to I don't. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't Keep think getting that money, baby. Don't I don't say think anything. we're seeing him as uh, seeing him as a, a starter. But, but, but look with, with Wilson and look. I'm I'm a Jets fan, and when the Jets made the pick, I, I again I love the Darnold pick. That was a disaster, as we know. <laughs> um, I didn't. I wasn't a huge. I wasn't a huge fan if they took Geno Smith in the first round, but in the second round, quarterback, it is. It was what it was. Kid had talent, and it didn't work. Mark Sanchez had one really good year, and that was it. Uh, so with the way the Jets have handled their quarterback since Chad Pennington, who was legitimately good, yes, it has been a horrible handling of said quarterbacks. And with Wilson, who, again, two years ago was pretty average at BYU in 2019. And in 2020, my big concern, and I don't disagree with you that Zach Wilson may not be ready to go at any point this year, or it could be really good, but I lean towards that. It's probably going to be a little bit of a struggle for at least half the season is BYU's opponents last year were bad. And he eviscerated some bad college defenses last year. And that concerns me. Well, and it's not just that, but like I, I'm a former O-line guy. So I always go back to O-line play. BYU had a power five offensive line. They had a Mm -hmm. monster offensive line from him. He never faced any kind of duress. He never faced any of that pressure. That's what you're talking about. It's like, I want you want to see those guys. How do you perform, do you when the perform under pressure? And, and you still cook 
And, and the food tastes good. Yes. And the Jets are going to have some issues. I like Makai Becton, but the interior of that line isn't the best. They're, they're kind of a league average at best line. And so you're talking about a kid who's going to, and, and you talk about somebody who's going to have to make big adjustments playing in New York, coming from BYU. A lifestyle standpoint. Lifestyle, yes. <laughs> media. You talk about handling the media for Trevor Lawrence. How's he going to handle Zach Wilson has so many things going on around that he's going to have to figure out on top of he's entering a very new environment compared to what he was in last year on the football field. Um, I, I, I certainly have some questions. I would disagree on particularly Kyle Trask because I think you can make the same points about Kyle Trask doing it in an odd bubble season when he had arguably the best, you know. Kyle tar- Pitts is pretty Kyle good. Pitt, Kyle Pitts is, you know, good. the best. Safety, yeah. safety valve in the country uh, and maybe in the last five, ten years uh, for a quarterback. And so I, I would – that's my that, – that would be my biggest issue with the, with the list is Kyle Trask ahead of him. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listen, I hope all these guys are in the conversation for rookie of the year. I sure. want all of these guys to be successful. I'm just saying no. if I'm making the decisions, Zach Wilson's not a top of the first round selection if I'm the GM of any of those teams. Right. And it's not because I don't think eventually he can be a good player. I just thought there were better options at that position. And I think Zach and Trey are going to deal with the same thing that Cade mm. is dealing with with Jalen Green. Same thing Mitchell Trubisky had to deal with. Yeah. If Trubisky did not get drafted in front of Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, people probably we would talk about him. him differently. Yeah. He's probably a steep, he may even still be in Chicago as a starter. And what was the one thing I said about Mitchell Trubisky coming from college? How could he not beat out anybody at North Carolina except until the last year? Right. If he's a first-round pick, guys in college want to win games. I think it's, the kid's name is Marquise Williams, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was a starter. Come on. If you got a, <laughs> right. a, a top-of-the-first-round quarterback, sure. you, you, come on now. I mean, something was missing in their evaluation and their decision-making when it came to that competition. Something was missing, and it manifested itself. And, unfortunately, the Bears were – the purchaser of a lemon as a vehicle. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure. I was trying they to got, f- hopefully they got they got they, they got a little. Uh, they, hopefully this year they got a little better better I, value. I think they did. I, I really do think, and I'm not. I, I don't want to compare anyone ever to Patrick Mahomes because there's one Patrick Mahomes. But Justin Fields. That's going to be a scenario where we look back five years from now and we say, How did that happen? How did the league let this happen? And also, especially when I think Daniel Jones flames out and has a bad year and the Giants are looking at a quarterback in this year's draft, how did the Giants just not stay put and take the quarterback? That's what I think. Or the Falcons, or, you know, I mean, like, especially Falcons' hometown kid. You know, Matt Ryan's aging out. I get Kyle Pitts is there and he's a transcendent talent, but, like, you got to have somebody to get him the ball in three years when, when, when Matt's, when hey, Matt's coming out. Hey, you can always move the defense. I mean, he tackles pretty well, right? <laughs> He, he gets himself. a lot of practice. He gets a lot of practice chasing guys down. Robbie, thank you for being with us today. Hey, thanks, thanks for having man. me, guys. It's a lot. Of, fun. of course, uh, Robbie Callan of Up Rocks. Get him on the tweets at R Callan. When we get back, we're moving to college football. Chris Vanini of the Athletic joins us next here on the Nightcap. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.